This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Such a pleasure to be here, Jordana. I love doing this podcast. How you feeling? Me too. It's always, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. Totes pleasure. Uh, listen, I want to start this episode by saying, I know it's an elevator statement. Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. It's okay. I yeah, know. I, l- l- first, I was like, why is everyone say?" I forgot about our conversation. Everyone mm. was like, and an elevator pitch. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And then, like, I remember the, you, were, you were trying to think of the ladder. Ladder pitch, ladder whatever. statement. Yeah. And, 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 this is like the one of those things that, like, I know everyone at home is screaming going that knows the answer because I listen to podcasts. Right. I'm a podcast fan. Like I I love the medium. So when I I know what people are doing while they're listening, they're going, elevator pitch. And, and like like it's screaming to the heavens on a subway where everyone's like, right. what the fuck is wrong with this person? So when I get one message about it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get thousands. And then it's like five days later. <laughs> yeah, well, I just got a message. Right. And someone's like, I have to tell you something. I, Did you know that what you were saying <laughs> is an elevator pitch? And yeah. you're like, yeah, I found that out five days ago. I've Literally, been embarrassed about it ever since. 30 seconds into <laughs> the episode releasing, I right. found out. <laughs> and it's like one of those things where I get annoyed at people correcting grammar online mm-hmm. i think those people we've had that discussion here we, we've yeah. talked about it yeah. here well because they never they're not doing it to better you right they're not looking a lot of people will go well i don't want you embarrassing yourself if you understood what i wrote then we got to where we gotta go right just because the, if you understood that my form of there meant what it got, if you, it's not like you read the sentence yeah. and went, where am I? I mean, yeah, we ha- we've had this debate before. I think when it's already out there, um, there's nothing I can alone, do. Right. If it's, if it was like your girlfriend and I would, if I were, I would correct you privately. Sure. If it was like a conversation sure. so that you don't do that again. But I, again, like, like, like you understood what I meant by elevator statement. Lad- yeah. Or ladder, whatever the fuck I said. I knew what you meant. I so, forgot what context we were even talking about. I know, but I'm I, I'm going back to this because I literally just looked at my DMs because I was looking at another DM and I want to talk about I I got this DM. What do you? I want to get your opinion on this, Jordana. Let's okay? hear it. And this just tells people how big this podcast has gotten, and we want to thank you, the listeners. We are crossing oceans, crossing oceans, crossing borders. It's amazing. Um, and if you haven't told a friend yet about this show, you're dead to us. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're you're stealing. Right. You're literally stealing. You're not paying for for your entertainment. Pay up, bitch. Exactly. Make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tab. Hashtag Rate, tag review, a bitch. And subscribe. Also. Rate, review, subscribe. Make it your Instagram story. Stop stealing. Stop. 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 It's, you cheap piece of shit. <laughs> Make it your Instagram story. Hey J Train, can you clear something up for all your English listeners? Ooh, Charlie Ho! Love it. 
What do Americans mean when they say, quote unquote, we hooked up? Over here, that means you had sex. But listening to your podcast and you, uh, and you up, me and my friends get super confused as it seems to be different over at your end. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the term hooked up? I think in America, or at least in my scene in America, sure, it means anything from made out to had sex. It's like an all-encompassing Yeah, I think me. it's messier than a, than a hookup. And I think it it's messier be, than a makeout. Messier than a makeout, earlier than sex. I've referred to to making out as hooking up. I, I have too. Yeah. I mean, if you think of like the physical like hook, hook up, yeah. it's your, your, your body a, bodily fluids are, <laughs> are hooking mixed. into each other. Yeah. So a makeout would make sense. I do I think, think it's like it's, a sexual esque act. Yeah, I don't think it's like American as it is because I've had this like with. You know, Americans will say to me like, oh, I hooked up. And then they'll go, it means fucking. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know that was the case. I think some people are like strict. It just means sex. And other people. If someone said I hooked up last night to me, I would go, oh, cool. Did you fuck? My next question would be, did you fuck? Mm-hmm. And so I, I do think I on this podcast, when people write in, we hooked up. I just assume that mouths have touched genitals. Yeah, because I think when I was younger, that was, that term was always used before people were even having sex, and it yes. always meant like made out. Yes, like so the beginning, so it up. always meant made out. Yeah, and then now it, you more likely mean sex, but I think that it could be anywhere in between. Those yeah, two. if if someone was like, I went on a first date, and then we hooked up, I would be like, all right, third base. Okay. <laughs> you know, right. like I'd be like yeah. at a minimum. Yeah, I think most likely people now, if they're making out, would say like we made out, or we. Kissed. I think you're right. I think I think uh, hook it, now. Now yeah. it would be if, oh we made out after the date. They would ex- they would define the make out. Mm-hmm. And if they hooked up, if there was anything more, they would say hooked up. We hooked up, right? But and I don't know if that was always the case. It's a it's a it's a it's a gray area. It's a gray word. Yeah. Yeah. So if you write in, that means we need clarify. you to clarify. Did P go in V and we vice need to know versa. exactly Yo, what's going on. That's why a- the base system should is is very underrated. Well, the base <laughs> system also gets confusing. Some people There's, now, what, what's a finger in the butt? Is that stealing home? I don't know what the fuck this is. I feel like if you're doing finger in the butt, you've had sex. Um, no, most likely. <laughs> I'm getting a during a blowjob. Oh, did I, I ever get, tell uh, everyone how <laughs> I was made fun of? For requesting a finger in the butt. Yes, I think you've on this show. Yes, by I the ha- girl and her friends. I, m- my girlfriend went oh. to her friends, okay. yes, and told them the request. And now it's like this big ha 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 ha. These are women that oh. would say they're progressive women. Cats out of the bag. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you, you guys, you guys are oh, you know, be whatever you want to be, sex positive. And then one dude says, "Throw me a digit." And it's like, ooh, well, what a loser. Now they're all like looking at me with a little thing. You know, they, they just look at, they do finger, you know. We reserve the me. right to make fun of you because men call us crazy all the time. So we're gonna, that's the, <laughs> so, that's the trade off. So you're going to just closet our sexuality with exactly. fingers in the butt. Um, I don't know. But let's discuss, um, let's discuss dating around. 
Yeah, guys, so a lot, a lot of you DM'd us asking us to talk about the show, so we watched it just for you guys. We're going to talk about episode one. It's on Netflix, dating around. If you don't have Netflix, um, you're 80 and you should get your life together. Or at least steal someone else's. Someone yeah. in your family must. <laughs> someone have has a password. For a password. Someone's got the eight bucks a month. Right? <laughs> so, um, what do you, if you could explain this show to the listeners at home, dating around is what? So, it's kind of a dating a dating show i guess like a like kind of but it's not really it feels like they classed they up, made it classy they yeah. made an mtv dating show classy right the they lighting sexy the people are good looking uh-huh. they're dressed up they're at a nice sushi place right it's like um it's not yeah it's not trashy it feels like next for the next generation right because it goes more on subtle. five days it's more subtle yeah. which makes it more realistic Okay. And I read a little. I read a little background on the show, and the the creators of the show wanted to make it so it wasn't like those other shows, and that they were these were really regular people. So they wanted to make it so that people who you would, who wouldn't be like trying to get famous by being on the show, like they they went out and they like they didn't have auditions. They just kind of like found people like in the streets. They okay. Scouted them. That makes sense to me based on what kind of happened after I I posted on Instagram that hey we're gonna be talking about dating around and right. then like. All of a sudden, I get people being like, oh, I know Luke, and I want to put, do you want him on the show? And do you, oh, I'm the person that was on episode five, and I'm the person that was, right. I was like, did I get posted <laughs> in I, a Facebook group right. that's only, <laughs> that it's only like, I don't remember asking for like um, people to submit their own no. experience stories. Well, <laughs> that's what makes me hate the show now. I like the right. show, and then the response, I, it was like I was on episode three. I, I thought I was posted in a Facebook group right. that was specifically for people who had yeah, been on the show. The show kind of, or at least the article that I read about the show made it seem like the people who like they picked to be on it were like reluctant. Well, you know? here's here's what I'll say about this, and it does transfer and translate to the actual dating world. The people that would go on this show, the ones that would reach out to me, are the people that will uh, think that their dating life is a blog. Right. And, and it's like they think, oh, you're the crazy, your friend with the, that announces themselves as like having the craziest dating stories, they are responsible for those dating stories. Right. It means you're the, you're the common denominator. Yeah. You're right. the straw that stirs it's like the, the guy drink. who's like, I only date. Every girl I date is crazy. It's yeah. like, no, if every girl you date is crazy, you're crazy. You're crazy. Right. You're out of your mind. Yeah. You want that. And it's like, <laughs> totally. And so like what I, um, we'll get into the episode because we're going to talk about episode one. But um, it, it was just interesting right. to me because like I watched it and I was like, you know, kind of, I, I nailed who I thought would win or would get Early. the second I date. I wasn't sure. I was, I was like. I'm maybe I'm just bad at reading people. I guess I'm not. I I couldn't tell who was gonna win, but I liked again, just to give you a little more context again for the background of the show. They purposely didn't do things like showing what the guy was thinking. Like you know, like usually they have like those like single camera shots. Yeah, the, the guy is like the right the interviews where the guy is like commenting on the date as it's happening in front of you, so you if, can like see his his thought process. But they purposely like, didn't do any of that shit. They did basically the the show is fly on the wall. It's yeah. you're there witnessing this day and you're getting highlights of what happened, what, what you know, mm-hmm. and this, so the, the guy that they bring on is this guy, Luke, right? That's right. his name. And he, they, they start with an intro based on his friend's opinions of him. Right. And they're like, yeah, Luke is like, you know, <laughs> it was just funny. That How me, old that, was he? I forget. 29. Okay. Or 20, 28, 29. And he's, you know, 
Luke to me was the most New York City I'm dating guy they could have ever chosen. Right. You know, like I thought he seemed like like a little bit of a good catch. Good. That's the thing. Yeah, I would. I would have gone out with him in my in my single days. I think to me he. I would have been like, yeah, I'll go go out with him. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Sure. To me, he was every guy that girls would be like that would. He was your male basic bitch. He was. Yeah, which works in real estate. It's like that's you know not a bad option and, and it's also not a bad option but n- nothing wrong with him <laughs> right. but there was like also like when i saw him i go yeah this guy gets to third dates and lets a lot of people 100 percent. this is the guy who will like you'll 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 be this is the guy who a lot of girls date and they're more invested than he is absolutely he's dating a lot more than they are absolutely and he's got a lot of choices right this is okay so he let's let's walk through the sure. right so he, the, he basically, the premise for those of you who haven't watched yet, you should probably watch before you listen to this segment because you're not going to know what the fuck's <laughs> going on. Or go watch it after, you know, yeah. you can, and see what we think. So we go, they, they pick one person every episode. They go on five dates with five, like five blind dates, essentially. Yeah. And they have to pick one person to go on the second date with. And you find out because you just see them like the, the big reveal 10 is seconds of their second date. Yeah. The big reveal is like who's coming out of the cab and right. it's, you know, Joe Blow. But I think in real life he would have gone on second dates with like a a couple of these girls i do too and right. and the thing is what and what i looked at and to me i look luke gets brought up on this day they the friends are like well he he goes with a lot of like you know he's a good looking he's like a model-esque looking guy he's a good guy he's always going out with these crazy girls they kind of always say that for him right. and then he go on the day now i kept watching here are the five dates he's got one girl with, with an accent there's Right, what? Yeah. yeah, right. And she's then foreign, foreign girl with an accent. I don't know where she's from. Whatever. I forget. I, I, I forget. <laughs> There's a girl in a red jumpsuit who chews with her mouth open. And she loves that about herself. Loves it about herself. There's a girl that we're referring to as camp friend. Right. Because she's got dark hair and looks kind of Jewish. Because <laughs> she's got dark hair, looks kind of Jewish and just seems like someone, you know, she, she seems like someone who someone that, you know, could tell you oh, like, oh, I know that girl on that show. She, I went to camp. with Yeah, her. I went to camp with him. OK. And then there's the the six pack girl who referred to herself as a mass hall blonde chick. Yeah. And then there was uh, the girl who showed up late who wanted shots right away. Yeah. The girl who was not that into being there. It didn't my, seem right. very happy to be there. Yeah. So but when I see the five girls. To me, as if I'm Luke, I'm like, okay, this one is a love connection. This one is I'll fuck her date one. Mm -hmm. This one is I'll fuck her date. I'll I'll do (laughs) day two to fuck. This one is we just didn't hit it off. It's never going to happen. That's how I would rate the women that I was set up with the five. Right. Like if the show didn't exist, if I went on five dates in a you would, month. That's how you would classify That's how I would classify them. Right. And I knew it right away. Like the red jumpsuit girl who to me was the most annoying girl on the show because right. she came in with, she did the thing where I knew he wasn't going to pick her, but he would fuck her. Because <laughs> how they, do you know? Because she kept telling her own story without being her own story. And this is a mistake on dates. Give me, give, give, let me she know does, what you mean by that. She did a thing where she she orders the food. Okay. So she, that's, that's that's her thing. That's her thing. Right. I'm Oh, people don't usually like this. And if you don't like it, get off the bus. Right. And it's like, no, you're fucking annoying and you have no... You know, you you have no sense. You're just telling me what you are. Right. You're you're going on stage on the Broadway musical and going, I'm this, and right. like, with, well, the house lights go down behind you and you have a spotlight. So on you're you. fine with a girl ordering, but you don't want totally. her being like, 
And I'm the girl who orders. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it, then do it. it, it, right. and it but don't have to or the tell girl me. who eats loudly, but you don't want her being like, and I'm the girl who eats yeah. loudly. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Right. I'm a strong woman. And if you You're, don't like a woman that likes food, <laughs> like, fuck you. It feels like she right. is getting ahead of her own insecurities. Right. The guy pretends he likes it, though. Of course. What, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting there like, oh, I'm, oh, you know, I'd be laughing my ass off. Right. And then be like, you know, later that night, you know, hopefully she's chewing with her mouth open on my dick you know mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be you know uh, the thing is when you do that on a date and you profess who you are no one's gonna you know the the bad show don't tell show don't tell but right. also the bad date is when the guy goes the, the date she'll she has a mil- i'm sure she has a blog about her dating life Okay. I'm sure she tells everyone she how craziest. Oh, you would. I have so many stories because if anyone doesn't yes and her, and yes and is a an improv rule where they in improv right. they tell you the only rule of improv is if someone brings take what something's giving to you and add something else, add so something right, else, yeah. and that's a good date. A good date is improv is good improv. Right. She probably has a million bad dates because if anyone goes, you chew with your mouth open and you like it, like you don't want to fix that's yourself. That's kind of disgusting. That's kind of right. gross. Now it's it, now the date has exploded. Right. Yeah. So, so someone who's not who's so, not going with that. Yeah, you have to go with it or explosion. That's why she has crazy date stories. Right. So I knew jumpsuit girl wasn't going to win, but could she, they did have a makeout. Exactly. Right. So they had a makeout. She probably thought that, you know, she probably talks shit about him now. You think she's a Friday night girl now? Like he'll text her on a Friday night? I would have. If I were him, I would have been like, yeah, I'll I'll text her late night because she wanted to make out. She's, I mean, also she's low confidence. Like you can tell just by screaming who you are, you know, like, so I knew she wasn't going to win. The accent girl was hot, but like, but (laughs) she was very serious. I well, for him. she could only be serious mm-hmm. because the language differentiation. There's a language barrier. Yeah. Like, like if right. you it's hard date, to It's hard to be sarcastic or joke or be lighthearted when you don't, it's not your first language. How could you ever get to know? I kept thinking every time they went to them, I was like, these people aren't getting to know each other. He's just with a hot woman who goes, life was hard for me. I got a divorce and now I'm here. And it's like, yeah, that, there's no, it, the hardest thing to do in a different language is sarcasm. Like you said, right. sarcasm, jokes. Like if you went to Italy and tried to do stand up, all of the inclinations of your voice would have to be different. Yeah. I always kind of wonder how people date people whose first language isn't the same as theirs. You have it to be so attracted like w- <laughs> like, yeah, or, and also lack personality. Or maybe also like communicate, like verbal communication isn't like your number one like thing, way of communicating. Like there are other ways of communicating, I think, besides yeah. verbally. Sure. And some people are better. Some people are just are, are more into that and other people are more into communicating other ways. But if you watch their date, it's very apparent that they only had so much they could connect on. Right there, it's very they factual. Don't have anything in common? Nothing too. in common. Right, and, and, and you and I, but I also was like, she's also a fucking model. Like she's like gorgeous. Right. So to him, and, and this is where you know Luke in this show he can sit in the catbird seat because he's the star. I know episode two, the woman they changed the the gender yeah, or whatever. It's a, different, it's a t- totally they different. A, thing. They have a wide range of you know they have like a lesbian couple, uh, gay like. Um, divorced woman like kind of like hipstery woman i'm not saying that that whoever's in that one versus five Mm -hmm. is in a very 
good situation. They're the bachelor. They're the bachelor. So he can sit back and be like, yo, you're great. Oh my God, you get so deep. And it's like, and then he can sound like not a dick and not crazy. Right. But there was only so much they could connect on. That's to me, she's another Friday night girl because like, I don't want to go on a full date with a girl that the only thing we can talk about is, you know, how she moved here because of a divorce. And then like, it didn't seem like there was anywhere for the conversation. Right. It didn't seem like they had much of a future, but would maybe have a good sex. She was too hot to let go as a guy. <laughs> like you know, well, like, he went to the bar after with like four out of five. Of them, I know. Right? So all all board and girls. And what did they do at the bar? Her, him, and the accent girl go. This couch is so comfortable, and they just laid yeah. on it sleeping. Yeah, they didn't speak like at all. Yeah. Well, so, they didn't, right. They didn't have much to talk about. And then you go to camp friend girl. But every one of these girls is thinking they could have a future with him. That's the difference. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and, and in and my all mind, of them, they're thinking they're having a great date. Of course, <coughs> they'll be like another date. Sure. And they, for me, watching the show as like as a girl and remembering dating, um, it made me think about like how many dates you go on where you're like, that was a really great time, not not even not remembering that the guy is seeing a bunch of other girls at the same sure. time, right? And well, that there's like, you don't think about like the competition, and you don't think about like. But that you can't think of. That's right. Well, that's what I, you know, that's what goes back to jumpsuit girl that's explaining herself. She is thinking of the competition. Mm-hmm. She's going, if you don't like this, then you better get out of here. Okay. And it's like, then you go to Mass Hall, six pack girl, who I thought was so much fun, owned who she was. She sat there being like, uh, like saying kind of weird things. I thought she was like very similar to the camp friend. I thought so too. Camp friend, dark hair girl. I, I thought either of them could have been. Here's the difference. He, he looks more like Masshole girl. You think they just have a? They're more physically uh, in tune. In and tune. I think you did. Like you a lot of our look parents like look alike. Right. You know, because they're narcissists. That's yeah. just you know a lot of people. I, I'm, there's got to be a scientific study mm-hmm. on you know different things that look like you. Whether it's like. You know, like like let's say you 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 a lot of people who date kind of look like brother and sister a little bit, right? So I the masshole girl who was making fun of herself, who was talking about her six pack and 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 going into like oh I'm from oh uh, like it just you could see that she was being and not telling, okay, and, and and she was there to have fun with or without him, right. You know, that kind of, that's why I kind of had a hunch she that he would was be, gonna pick her, pick her because it's it, the and best it, match for him. Also best match for him. And also the best match for a good time for an actual date. Right. Like I don't want to go on a date with someone who sleeps on the couch and has nothing to say. I don't want to go on a date with someone who keeps telling me who they are and then being like, well, you know, and, and then try to prove something to someone that doesn't care. Right. This girl see and dark hair girl kind of in that same vein. It felt like they both had this like attitude of like, this is what I am. This is how I go on dates. Mm-hmm. This is how I have fun. You know, there were moments where she'd be like, I can't, you know, oh, I'm such a weirdo. I'm such a, lo-. and you know, kind of like being self-deprecating, which is fun. Yeah. But it gave him the chance to be on that level too. And that kind of see, she's being self-deprecating about things that cause like, her oh, he anxiety. Hates me. He yeah. needs another shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He needs another. Yeah. She said he I needs need- another shot because he can't stay. He can't be around me. <laughs> yeah. So right. that to me is funny as opposed to the girl who came in and was like, the one that you didn't connect at all, you could tell right away. She comes in late and then it's like, oh. we're getting shots. Right. Well, she didn't really want to, and she wasn't that into him. I think she was, kind of, I think like this was the thing where someone approached her and they were like, kind of convinced her to do this. And sure. she was like, 
kind of going back and forth and then she shows up and then takes and is like right. okay we need I shots to get, to get shots this. like I, I can't do it. right and then she leaves and she's like well well it's not clearly not a connection but like great to meet you even to say that is weird right to after a i day, kind of liked it though i was like okay like I she knows <laughs> that they're not a match like nothing about their conversation was sure. like leading anyone to believe that they were going to like see each other again it kind of felt like she was saying that so they, they wouldn't make out after the date just because cameras were there right so she was like not a love connection yeah Exactly. Hint, hint. <laughs> and then he's like, gives a hug, and then she has to like do the oh. I don't like when someone does that because I mean, I liked it for the show, mm-hmm. but if I was on a date with a girl, it was like not a love connection. I'd be like, I right, cool. I, I mean, I can read between the lines on this. I I believe that too. Some guys can't though, like you said, like guys are cocky. They think sure. that like if you're kind of like. If I I think all in especially in that like not sure if they're gonna try to kiss you thing. If you're yeah. really not into it, you could just be like. Well, like, this was great. I got to get up early. Sure. Like, there's other um, ways to say it. Right. There's other ways to say it without saying it, like, explicitly, especially if the person's... Because if, if, if by chance he, like, thought that was, it's kind of a, like... <laughs> this is... Cl- unless you're delusional, yeah. you think that... Th- you know that this didn't go well. Yeah. Like, you know, or you know that, like, hey, we're not getting the vibe... Like, also, they didn't show any of their date. Mm-hmm. All they showed is that they got shots first. Right. And then they like kind of had some conversational points throughout the the episode. But like it wasn't like we got a view of what happened. I'm right. sure there was a conversation during the day of her going, yeah, I got paid a hundred bucks to be here plus a free meal and I'm cool with it. Yeah. I hope you, you know, like I'm I, sure, I'm yeah. sure that kind of conversation happened. That's why at the end she like had to give like a, a, a wrap up to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole show to me, episode one specifically just showed me how easy it is to be a fine guy on a date. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. And it made me think that dating is just easier for men in New York. Maybe that like just the, just in the sense of like the mindset that goes behind it. I think and because it's a numbers game, I think that plays better for men and especially yeah. this guy who just like on paper looks great physically good looking you know, guy you know what's in. like he's gonna he's like dating is just a less stressful experience for him than camp friend well for example I, I agree with you in the sense that the what this show shows you is if you don't care you're gonna be fine mm-hmm. like the girl who welcome cared, to new york <laughs> i know well the because the girl who cared the most red jumpsuit showed it the most and was mm-hmm. the worst date to me the guy the guys there being like i got five dates things are okay like i'm gonna be okay right and he could kind of sit back and if you watch him let everyone impress him let them impress ways. him and then he would say things that were very much easy to trick a woman he's he said one thing specifically he goes he goes uh yeah i was in florida and you know i moved up here and you know, I just like, you know, things in real estate just kind of kept happening. Someone's like, you're living your dream. And right. it's like, yeah, the guy <laughs> had help right. from his parents. Yeah. He moved from Central Florida. He went to UCF and fucking moved up here. Got a lot of your Got real estate license. showing studio apartments. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, the way he told it, though, was so smart and specific for women. Right. He knows how to talk to women. I think he, that like he was like an uh, acceptable level of complimentary without being like absolutely. Hey, you look done. great. Right. Yeah. Like at, at the right moments, at the right timing. He has like, again, he went he to shake a hand instead of hug. He's not too eager. Yeah. He's like, um, 
I thought he was like a, he was a great date. I th- think that he probably gets a lot, like you said, gets a lot of second, gets a lot of third sure. dates. Um, it did show, prove to me though, like if the less anxious you are about the dates, like and for guys, there is another ship coming. There's another 23 right. year old girl moving to New York City every day, exactly. and like, like you're like, 29 year old Luke he's confused. He's like, I, I, the girls just keep like, <laughs> like I get same. older, the girls get to stay the same age, same <laughs> age, and it, you know, 29 year old Luke can go out with 25 year old New York City chick mm-hmm. uh, until he's 40, basically. And that's why he's so calm. That's why he's so calm. There's no rush to him. Right. Whereas the other girls on the date that did Mm -hmm. feel like. And even if you watch the next episode, which we'll discuss next time, you'll see like it's a 36 year old woman. It's Does she feel same, rushed? It's not the same vibe. Not. Uh, okay. It's not the same vibe. She doesn't necessarily feel rushed, but it's not the same vibe we should make sure. this a if we, we want your feedback we yeah. want people to let us know if what you thought of this we'll go to we'll do episode right. two but as a segment on the show we'll we do will. like a we'll, we won't maybe not be the opening but we'll make it like a 10 minute segment and let us know what you we'll think go over it yeah i think it's a, it's a very interesting show to go over because it, it does seem more real than a lot of a lot of the other dating stuff out there i also think it's an interesting thing to note that every girl every girl again thinks they're going on a second date with him he's they they discuss it on the date and it goes goes to show you how that doesn't mean shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, we should do this again sometime. That doesn't mean shit. Guys, like, um, say, this was really fun. I had a great time. That doesn't mean shit. Guys, <laughs> no, we guys are like um, are like dog owners on dates. We'll feed you little right. treats along Next the way. Next time we should go here. Uh, yeah, like, doesn't mean shit. We know Just how don't good to that, any of it. We know how good. <laughs> I know how good. Next time we should go here. Taste to you. Right. And it feels good for me to say too, because I see the glimmer <laughs> in your eye, and wow, he's planning. And I get, yo, this is a great guy. Maybe we should fuck tonight right. because of next time we're going here. You don't think about, but there's no part in I feel like the male brain that's like actually connecting those two things to happen. No, no. Like, I say right. we should do that next time. And we we immediately no. start connecting the like the synapses and the no. We and could the, be <laughs> any chip. The dots to get there. Yeah, yeah, we could be. We should do that. Means me and anyone else. Else. Me and you, me and whoever, I'm the royal you, that night. yeah, right. well, you, you being yo red jumpsuit it's funny girl. We, we do get a lot of emails from girls who are like, and he said like, these, yeah. like you said like we sh- we should do this or like I had a great time or yeah, like, I used to say like, I want to be an time, astronaut. Next time we hang out. Like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Nothing. Right. I used to want to be a firefighter. I said it all the time. I'm not out there fucking, you know, <laughs> climbing buildings and, and saving cats. Right. I'm saving you on the UI I podcast. Fi- I every find Wednesday. that men just speak. Yeah. They don't think about but it at all. We do think about, we speak to feed. Okay. So we speak to feed you the treats. We know but what not sounds to good. Not to nourish. There's not necessarily any substance in the <laughs> we, crap that they're feeding you. We speak in junk food. <laughs> it's not going to keep you full. But that is the female junk food is like taking in that information and yeah, being like it's like that's romance yes it's like a little snippet of romance here and there and excitement and hope that's why when i heard luke describe an emotional his, masturbation absolutely well that's the thing when yeah. i heard luke describe his career path the way he said it was a pro dater the, you, you know like i know how to explain how i do comedy to a woman to make them more into me than not 
if I ever said to them, yeah, I know a lot of 40-year-old comedians that don't have any money right now, they go, whoa. And I'm like, that's a, <laughs> that's a possibility for me. Right. So like, <laughs> you, how does your dad do financially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be supporting us <laughs> yeah, for a while. Exactly. <laughs> like if I talked about the realities of doing stand-up to women right. in my life, they would be like, whoa. Uh, yeah, I'm not dating <laughs> this fucking roulette wheel, but I know how to say it again. Well, you talk about the impressive things that are sure Ele- elevators. I got to say this right so I don't get corrected. A thousand elevator minutes. pitch. My elevator pitch. Guys are making their elevator pitch to get laid by women. Okay. So know that. Be a better buyer. Right. I'm not saying they're not wrong Sell for doing yourself. that. Sell yourself. Also, don't be sold. Right. By every guy who says, we should go there sometime. Yeah. When, well, that's bitch. what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> when. Actions. Actions. We will, Let's do some weird sex. Let's do UUP it. at Betches.com. UUP right. at Betches.com. Do you have anything to talk about for Betches? What's going on with you guys? Um, I do want to talk, talk about um, ship again. I think you're, it's funny. <clears throat> we were just talking about like being a fly on the wall. And as I'm finding matches for people on ship, it's kind of how I feel. And it's kind of cool because as a viewer of that show, you kind of feel like you're a fly on the wall. And then in, in finding matches for people on the app, I kind of feel like I like to have no stake in the game, but this is really entertaining for me to watch and filter and see. So you guys should download ship betches.co slash ship and get on for yourself. And you can be a fly on the wall for your friends, or you can date for yourself. Both are really fun. Um, check it out. Betches.co slash ship. Also right now, if you're listening, this comes out on the 13th. I am sitting in Kuwait. Hot, <laughs> hot, hot. Performing for our, our troops abroad. So um, send me a salute over DM if you want to let me know. The <laughs> Jared is about to rate all the Kuwaitian girls. I'm going to go to Kuwait. <laughs> Give you the rundown. I'll let you know about the restaurant scene there. Um, but next week, uh, I okay, so I'm coming to Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. 27th and 28th of March. Please come. I'm going to be at Comedy Cellar Vegas. That's Vegas, the first week of April. That's fun. Fun. And then a big New York City show at Gotham that are already a month away, half sold out. So if you're in New York City, you want to bring a crew. That's what, you know, I just came from Boston. I want to thank everyone who came to the Boston shows. Unfucking believable. You got to go to Boston. We're going to go. I mean, there's go. no question. The four sold out shows, they loved the stand up. It was fun. People brought their friends and they always introduced, their, this is the friend I brought. And the friend, goes, the friend goes, oh, they've been telling me about the podcast. Now I'll listen. Like it took them meeting me or whatever <laughs> to it realize is. This, in, so that's I, how little they trust their friends. No, they, yeah, exactly. Imagine being like, you got to watch this movie and like, only someone only watching it once they get to meet Brad Pitt. And exactly. Like feel like he's good enough for them to watch the movie. I, what Jordan is <laughs> saying is I'm Brad Pitt. Essentially. Um, but listen, I want the same for New York and there's going to sell out. So Gotham Comedy Club, the 12th and 13th of April. And then I'm coming to uh, Philly. Philly, 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 May 2nd through 4th. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. 
And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's talk about some weird sex. Let's do it. Okay. Hi, Jay and Jay. Huge fan of the podcast. I recommended it to all my friends. Good for you. Thank you. I just experienced one of the most embarrassing sexual encounters in my 28 years. I love the start of this. (laughs) For 28 years. She's old, guys. (laughs) A little backstory. Me and this guy have been on and off fuck buddies for the last year. He is super hot, way out of my league, and the best sex I've ever had. Okay. He invited... uh, Don't say way out of your league. That might not be true. It's definitely not true. You're fucking him. Right. You're in the league. Exactly. League league is a state of mind. Um, He invited me over late last night after not seeing each other for about two months. We drink wine, have crazy sex. I stay over. Also, can I stop this? I'm sorry. The out of my league thing is speaking to me. He's fucking you. You're his type. You're you're his foot. Yeah. So I know you guys are fuck buddies. As we just discussed, it's very easy for guys to find people to do that with. So if he's wants to have sex with you have a little more confidence that's the thing like you uh, i know they're fuck buddies because she's probably saying out of my league because he won't commit but that's maybe she's saying because he's a super super good looking guy fine but this is i mean you're his type i've been with women i'm like this is right in the fucking wheelhouse of what i'm into mm-hmm. and then also not been into having a relationship so it's it, so yeah. just league is a state of mind yes 
Um, we drink wine of crazy sex. I stay over, et cetera, et cetera. In the morning, we're hooking up again, switching positions, and I accidentally let out the loudest queef. <laughs> How loud can a queef get? I can't get? wait to get into this. I- <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Sounds like a like. ship horn. That's, hey, That's exactly what it sounds like. And they're usually, <laughs> con- they're usually continuous. We both ignore it. These things happen, but it sounded exactly <laughs> like a fart. I finish, he finishes, and we doze off for a bit. I can't. See, this is why we're getting embarrassed about these kind of kinds of things. Because yeah, you're giggling like you're five years old. The word queef is funny to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that a ship horn? We both is a ship coming to port or is that you queefing? That's the exact response we're afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the visual. For uh, the- uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should see Jared. I've never seen him laugh like this. I love queefing. Never is seen hilarious. him laugh like this. this so, is- the, so they're switching position and she let out the loudest queef. Okay, go from there because I can't. Okay, All right. up. Um, we both ignore these things happen and sound exactly like a fart. These I finish the punishes <laughs> and we doze off for a bit. I start getting up to get ready to head out and he's still lying in bed. But literally every time I move, I keep queefing nonstop <laughs> and they sound exactly like farts. He goes, oh, so she's walking out like. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, What is that? And I awkwardly try to explain. Sorry, there's a sex. duck I keep st- stepping on in the apartment. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> Oh. Quack, quack, quack. So that's what it was. Tiny, loud queefs escaping me the entire time. I pretty much run out of his apartment queefing the entire way. <laughs> he doesn't even walk me out like he normally does. I literally did not even think it was possible to have that much air up there for it to continue on for about 10 minutes straight. About 90%, oh my I queefed my way out of the best sex I've ever had and my chances of hooking up with him ever again. I'm pretty sure he thought I was farting the entire time. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I um, can't imagine her walking it, out. And it just keeps happening. <laughs> like with every step. Here's the thing. You cannot control that, right? Please enlighten not, me. I have not, no I Let me just tell you, okay? This guy I'm going to give you a has, please background. give the men listening background because I will say this from the guy's perspective, queef is t- as real to us as like period like, no, 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 no as as a fairy tale oh. we've been making fun of queefs and laughing about queefs our whole life we have no idea how they happen why they happen and i'm saying i'm, I'm, just, I'm about to enlighten I, all yeah, you and all i'm 10 percent away listeners. from most guys okay. there's a guy out there that's like dated a girl for 10 years and is like oh we've gone over queefs i'm, I'm saying gonna, i'm gonna the guy who doesn't have a girlfriend who you're just fucking and doesn't really act, like queefs to him. This is an him, extreme case, but I would it does assume happen. It does happen. Queefs to him are as real as Peter Pan. We have just been, it's it's just fodder. All right. I'm about to enlighten you. My mom, okay. my mother is an OBGYN. So we got an expert in there. So I'm an expert in the female queefing situation. <laughs> a queef. The queen of queefs. A queef here. is not a fart. Okay. It comes. It is a sound that comes out of your vagina. It's from air leaving the vagina. Okay. It happens when you have sex in a certain position that gets air trapped in the vagina, so, mostly from like the back. So it's behind. like that gack that people would get the Nickelodeon gack. Yeah, it's like the air would, coming yeah, out. Yeah, that you would put it in the little cup and you go. Right. Yeah, I understand. It's that. like if you. It's like almost like if you could make yourself burp. It's like almost. It's like a contraction, and the uh, air comes in and goes so out a certain the way. Smell. It doesn't, there is no smell. 
Unless the vagina smells. No, even it that. Include even the, the vagina, vagina smell. smelling is its own separate. But I'm saying thing. if you're queefing out air from the vagina, then the smell, whatever smells in there, is coming out. I guess, um, possibly. But I and think. Listen, I'm, this, I have don't you ever think heard a girl do this? Smell it's, can mean good or bad. I I like the smell of a lot. I of don't vaginas. think it's related to if a girl has a smelly vagina. That's going to happen in any <laughs> kind of way that it's going to happen. But it has nothing to do with queefing. <laughs> queefing is not like a smelly thing. It's not like sure, a fart. Sure, sure, sure. It's, it's just that, a very embarrassing fart like sound. Okay. But there's no smell associated with it. It's really just air. So it's like doing your under your armpit. Yeah, essentially that. It's like taking that. a hand under a yes, bit and making that is a the good, fart so right. That's the equivalent. But it comes from like a certain sexual positions will make it sound a lot louder or well, will make it happen a lot more. It's because like certain ones get air in there in a certain way. I gotcha. You see, 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 the name does it no justice. It does not. It's not a cute name. It's fart very- and queef <laughs> are equivalents name wise. Yes, they're both like not endearing. But they're not things. the same. But, as someone bodily who, I've done it before and it's always awkward because you want to be like you want to like at first your first instinct I thought the door needed your, oil no, your first instinct <laughs> is to be like that <laughs> no no that was you your first instinct is to be like that was not a fart just yeah. so that they know because that's like it's just not because you just want to let them know no, that I didn't I'm just, not just like ripping farts right yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not what happened it's not the same thing it's like a totally different thing again there's no smell it's just a sound it's literally just a sound from air this leaving is your vagina because to, to guys like growing up be like Oh, she queefed and like, oh, the room smells. No, you know, like, it's just we- air escaping your vagina. And it's from you guys having sex with us in a certain way that like, again, like a certain position will make that happen because like your penis lodges See, the vagina women and then lets should, air out in a certain way. Women should re, you should re-market this. It should be called big dick sounds. There you like, go. It'll be like, look what you, <laughs> you guys, did, you guys Jared. Will love it. Yeah, yeah, then we'll love it. Right. Then I'll be like, oh, oh, she made a bunch of big dick sounds. It was great. I, <laughs> but it's, I did that. I'm playing always, the drums over here. It's always awkward. And when it and when it happens, I I always think my first urge is to just scream. That wasn't a fart. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing queef to ever happen to you? They're all like kind of like equally. It's just like it, it's like do you have it a, always do happens. You have a queef memory. It always happens could, immediately after sex, right? That's so like the nature after. So yeah. I pull out and then the girl like, you know, takes you're one the air step. out. Yeah. As soon as you, you come out of this the vagina, how little men know about I'm trying to explain yeah. it. Right. That's one. It doesn't just happen. Like when you're sitting on the couch, So the vagina fills up like a balloon and then you get off the dick and then like, you're like letting it out. Like, I don't know Wee! the exact physics of it. Does it ever come out? Like when you squeeze, you know how you squeeze the bottom no, of the balloon? No, it doesn't come out like that. Like Wee! a fart. That's a fart thing. It okay. comes out as like a loud, like more, more with lips. Like that. Exactly, because it's like it's air is being released because it was just lodged by your penis. Essentially. I love I want to see a movie scene of this girl walking out of a New York City apartment. Just and the air is this is happening because the air is slowly being let out as she's like yeah. post sex. And if the sex was like very intense, it gets it's like more I just like to see her like walk the out. The queef like, should be rebranded like, as the sign of a as a, a good, good sexual fuck. experience. Yeah, you're not having that if like if, if someone has a small penis or if it's like uh if it's like missionary like boring sure. shit it, that's not happening. It's no, from like it's, usually happens from behind. Really? Yeah. So if you're pounding it, yeah, from behind. Because if you have to also think if you're like going in and out, there's you're air. Get, you're getting air trapped in there. Mm. It's purely air. It's like a piston there's from no a car. There's no smell. Men should grow. I just up. want to see her walking out going. <laughs> And then her realizing it, stopping and going. <laughs> I feel for her in this situation. I'm going to call this Queef Latifah. Queef Latifah. <laughs>
I feel for her. I get it because it's like it doesn't smell. It's really like a very natural thing. It's caused by you. So when men, when men are laughing, it's like it's their fault. They should na- rename it something more flattering. They should. It should be called uh, big dick g- problems. Big I dick like it. Pro- yeah, big dick noise, or mm. it should be called. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sexual experience should be called the uh, the the London Symphony Queefestra. <laughs> <laughs> Queef Latifah's great. Queef of the night. Queef of the night. Queef. <laughs> Queef Queen. <laughs> I don't know. Would you, red flag deal breaker. You, I've done it. You, so you I go hope, back to I the hope, guy because it's good fuck. I hope not either. Not either. Because I mean, for me, I. I to me, if she... It's your fault. It shouldn't be either. I, well, I'm just learning this is because of my huge cock. Um, but to me, I think um, if I... The different versions of like how I would react to this, I wouldn't call it out. I'd be like, did you... I, no, I wouldn't be like, did you well, fart? I, this guy like, let it go the first time, right? He said yeah. she let it, he let it go. And then she said he had to ask because it kept... See, I, as a guy, how would I want this presented to me? Right, I think that's the question. I would be like, just be like, that's a queef. And I would laugh about it and go, you know that happens because of your dick, right? <laughs> like, you got to serve... And uh, you know a lot of. I assume men know about this, so I guess they don't. So now I feel like not in the level. Uh, there's a lot more explaining. I'm like re- re- I'm like reviewing every experience that I've had with this in my head. Like the- thinking I should have done more <laughs> explanations. Well, the thing is, like it, you know, someone could listen to this and be like, "Oh, we got to make every, we got to explain everything to you men." And it's like, well, you got to sell the guy you're with. <laughs> you know, like right. everyone's got to do a sales job of some sort. So you think she should say what? That well, in the moment, I'll go. You fucked me. I would, I would, you, you know, it's to me, I, I give, uh, crit, critique sandwiches. Okay. When you critique someone, you say, loved it. Here's right. my critique. Compliment sandwich. Compliment sandwich. Right. So loved it. Critique. Loved it. So I would kind of do that with the, I'd queef sandwich this. You'd be like amazing sex. What the fuck you was know, that? You know that. Well, no, <laughs> I, if the woman coming at me, if oh. I was embarrassed about it. Okay. That was amazing. You're making me queef. You know that happens because your dick hit me the right way. Okay. That's how I would. That's a good way to way to do it. Th- right. Because also post-sex, you guys know each other in a different way than you knew before. Maybe whatever. It's a one night stand, a fuck buddy, That's whatever true. it is. You've been intimate together. So mm-hmm. listen, sex is messy. I a would, red flag or a deal breaker for you. This is a positive. I would <laughs> be like explained correctly. Grief on my face. I feel next like we time. just did. A- I want to be. <laughs> I want to put you up to my ear like a seashell. Post sex fan. <laughs> yes. There. I want to. I want to hear. <laughs> let me hear the ocean out of your vagina. <laughs> like I. To me, anything that is vulnerable in 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 love making and sex, whatever love making <laughs> in sex, gets you so romantic. Gets you two more fun. Right. So like this guy, I, I know she walked out like she was one of the like the like one she was in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, like one of the <laughs> the munchkin gang. <laughs> <laughs> I get I feel but she definitely the whole time just wanted to scream like this is not what you I think know. it is. You, 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 I, <laughs> this is not what you think. Right. But like, it's almost more awkward to get into it than to just like leave. It would be funny if he was like, your farts never smell. <laughs> I mean, fart they all the don't. time. They don't because it's not, that's not what it is. It's just a queef. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it was just a queef. <laughs> just a dream. <laughs> it was just a dream. Just a queef. I, it needs a better name. You can't have a funny name 
for such a vulnerable state. Right. Queef on queef. Whoever on. invented queef did a disservice to the female community. I agree. It was probably someone very sexist. I feel yeah. Like we've got to we've got to reclaim the queef. Just call it vagina air. I guess there's no fun. Vagina air doesn't sound right. Yeah, either. Vagina air does not sound. Vagina, <laughs> vagina air. A whoopee cushion. Whoopee queef. I don't know. What, there needs to be a rebrand of the queef. Yeah, but we're going to rename it. We'll think if you, you guys have any name, suggestions, email us. Tag it, tag a bitch, put it as your Instagram story, UUP at Betches.com. You know that. You know that well. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some emails you ready i'm ready hi j squared love the pod i tell my friends about it so we can gab about it in the group chat like it's a book club i think that's a great that's way that's a great way to listen to this podcast love that my question is about dropping the l bomb I she mean queef? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Love. Love. Unromantic. I've been seeing my boyfriend for about 10 months. It's been wonderful recently. I realized I do, in fact, love him. And I'm 
ready to openly share that. He said not he has said not said I love you to me, which my friends think is weird. All my girlfriends said I should wait until my boyfriend should says it first. I think that's bullshit. It's 20 fucking 19. Does it really matter who says it first personally? I don't think it should. So my question is when, how, and where is the best way to say I love you for the first time? I know you could say just say it whenever the time is right, but there are times when it does feel right except it's the wrong time or wrong setting. I eat a group setting or out to dinner in a busy restaurant or kissing goodbye. After sex or just cuddling and talking about the day seems weird. Just blurting it out randomly seems bizarre. Saying something like I need to tell you something seems too intense. I'm not particularly mushy when it comes to romance. I've never said this before, so it's a new territory for me. Do you have any tips on how to tell someone you love them without sounding like a sappy cliche rom-com? Love this question. Thank you for sending it. It's a good question. Have you said I love you to your boyfriend? I have. It's been a while. How did it? It's been a while. (laughs) When did you do it? How did you do it? Do you remember him saying it back? Who said it Mm. first? Let's go through all the details. I said it first and I did it wrong. What do you mean you did it wrong? I would say... I would say there's no wrong to this. If I could have redone it, I would have done it differently. Let's put it like that. Okay, why? Um, Because I said it for the wrong reasons, I think. Did you say it to get an I love you back? I think yes, I did. Yeah. Which is the wrong reason. Um, And I was like... I think I was very anxious about it when really it should just be, I, in my mind, it's not something you say expecting a, you say a, it for you, right? You say it for you and you say, it cause like you're trying to express your level of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I said it just to establish the seriousness of the relationship. Interesting. Which I don't think is a good move. I don't think that's healthy at I all. I don't think that's a healthy at all either. I agree. Looking back, um, but in, in the, in the moment, it's not like, uh, yeah, I, I just think like, you know, I think you, I say, I, I said it to gauge, like when someone asks to define the relationship, I hate I'm saying that. it to, to gauge, <laughs> yeah. gauge where the relationship is at. Sure. Right. Which again, looking back, um, haven't been in a serious you, relationship in a while. That's not the way to do and it. And did you even need that? It's almost like a, uh. With anything else, it's like it it should have happened more naturally because it was right. And I'm it's almost like when we define the relationship, that mm. was a much better, better because all these things are just words, right? Yeah. Calling someone your boyfriend is just a word. Sure. Saying I love you is really just sure. a word. It's to gauge the seriousness of where the other person is at mm. um, in an in an almost like non ideal situation. Mm. Right. But. If you say like like saying trying to define the relationship should almost be like something that's like obvious, right? Yeah. Just like in the saying I love you kind of thing should sure. just be like, oh, like, of course, like almost like, oh, like you brought me this. Like, that's so amazing. I love you. Right. Yeah. I think that's how it should be. Well, but when you say it because you're like nervous about things, I think that kind of takes something away from it. I think you're right. I well, how did you say it? What was the scenario? I said it like a little drunk. I think I was just feeling a little anxious about like where the you serious, yeah, the seriousness of the relationship. And I think I said it a little not for the right reasons and in the wrong context of like not a fight, but like a weirdness, right? Yeah. And so the response I got was like, I got it back, but I didn't like it. <laughs> it's the most female. I didn't like it because I, I didn't like sense. how you said it. Now say it right. No, it's true. I didn't like how he said it. And I could tell that he was saying it because I said it. Right. Mm. And that bothered me. 
and I could and I'm like yeah. and because I have such anxiety I was able to like very finely tune place like exactly <laughs> where he's at it was very upsetting for me and then like I said to him like I know you just said it because I said it back say it to me like I want you to say it when you really mean it sure. <laughs> now say it like you mean it <laughs> say it when you really mean it and yeah. then it was like uh three weeks to a month later and he said it and like I was like I was happy that I didn't take mm. the first bullshit one interesting I like that I like how it was, you, all, it was kind of awkward. I it was like, a learning experience for me about like yeah. what, when and why to say things. But to me, that be is an unhealthy thing that became healthy mm-hmm. because you. Here's the thing to this girl: I can't. Your friends stop asking your friends for how you feel. Right. You do what's right. No for one you. can tell you how to feel. No one can. And and here's the thing. Uh, relationships are you're taking chances all the time with your own emotion and mm-hmm. if you don't take chances with your own emotion you're not going to get anywhere at all you're going to be half in it at right. all times so own you said I love this guy say it whenever you, you say it in whatever way that you, you in a moment where you love him right where you, where does, you feel like, like you feel the love and it's all right when you feel the love when you feel like it's authentic when you feel like it's not for any other motive than to just say how you feel i mean i i'll I, yeah well you may give me we say your take. I, okay uh, my girlfriend and i love each other mm-hmm. i'm in on the love game wow um, yeah this is look at and, that but i the way she so did adorable. it to me was very confident Mm-hmm. And I've never seen it done this way, where it was. But she it, did it to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> she did she, it to me when I least expected fucking it. Fucking sideswipe right. me with a love bat over the top of the head. Okay. She was just like, "I love you. I know I do. I I think you love me, but you you're not ready to do that yet." And were you? No. And I okay. said, "Well," and she goes, "But I think you love me." And it was <laughs> like, and I I appreciate that because I do think. You love someone because you feel loved. Right. So I do think well, that it goes both ways. You love your boyfriend because right. you feel love from him. Right. So that whether, you know, so it's all you based. And if you, the only reason you love someone isn't because right. they did be something for, for you. Right. Or, and it can't be for like a response back. That's not real love. Not real love. If you're loving to get loved back, that's not the same. Then you guys need to see a psychiatrist. Right. You know, but I, but I'm saying the, you don't just like, and I will say this, I've made mistakes in my past. I've been drunk and said, I love you and didn't mean it. Right. The never, the, the thing to not do when wanting to say it is to not do it drunk because one response you get doesn't matter because like sure. the person isn't thinking clearly so if they say yes you don't know if it matters if they don't say yes you don't know if it matters i've said drunk i love you and i've and it's fucked me yeah and i was like and i feel bad about it it was wrong but also like also at times in my life i didn't know what i felt love was you know like that right. love that's is different an- to everybody that's also too. another thing it's like you watch the bachelor and like they <coughs> have to say that they're falling in love yeah. by like a certain time that doesn't mean shit right it doesn't mean doesn't anything. mean anything saying i love you doesn't really mean anything it's about what you're doing about like what the actions are the way a person makes you feel like the way that you are, are like it's like again it's like a gauging thing sure. there's no like i don't think that it's like a binary like today yesterday i wasn't in love and today i am in love i think it's kind of like a slow seeping feeling yeah yeah i I'm, I'm with you on that i and but i just think like for me as a guy like i think you never want to be put in the position but you do when someone says that to you like when she said to me like i know you love me and i i'm love you but i'm like you know there what was is your response to that kk okay thank you very cool. much cool i appreciate that well i go i'm not 
ready to go that way. And but I mm. I do you know it, it did feel good that someone felt that way. And I and I you know it did kind of make me look at it what we were doing in a different way. Okay. And how we were going about it. And I was like, oh, you know, there, this is, it may, it, it is a moment where they're like, you're, oh, this is all getting more serious. Right. You know, this That's, is it's a gauging thing. It, it, in some it, ways. You don't need to make the guy give you his level of love. He's doing it on his own. Like when you say it, he's going to go, I, and, and the, it's basically the, making him check in with where he at is with at. himself. Right. And so it was never like, I never felt, I was old enough and mature enough now. I was, I've never been this way before where I went, I hear you. I'm like flattered. I'm not ready yet. What would you have done before? Um, probably would have just said it. Right. Probably would have just, you know, gone along and been drunk and said something. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's easy to, it's easy to say what someone wants you to to say it's easy to just just like on the date saying the way you do you know right. how you explain your job the right. elevator pitch like you know the things that make another person feel good and get them also gets them to shut up about it <laughs> you right. know like so and it's harder to have like a real conversation about that i think because that's really again it's not about the i love you i don't love you thing it's like you didn't one day not love her and then love her it's kind of like a like you was like kind of evaluated how serious you wanted the relationship to be yeah it's a way to do that but i the, the but the you know the only i i'm i'm like you know mincing my words a little bit because i'm like your friends can't tell you 10 months in what's going on he hasn't said i you know that's not something right. you can force also if you if she goes i said um i just realized i do in fact love him okay good own mm. that and and right. know that that might fucking right. hurt someday because people murder over love <laughs> they don't true. murder over like that's you know, so romantic i'm saying yeah. this is you know no you I, mean, I actually meant that legitimately <laughs> if really? someone were to murder someone for me because for you. they love me i would find that to be very endearing they did it they, yeah. <laughs> they best valentine's day gift ever totally but i'm saying they you have to own your feelings own your standards and like you know and know that this is going to get you fucked right. one day and say it for the right reasons I mean, my dad once said to me, he goes, the only people that can screw you over are the people you trust. And, That's true. And it's like, happy Valentine's Day, bitch. You know, like, <laughs> and it's true. Right. You well, can't be fucked over by someone you don't trust and someone you don't love. And because, you know, they never were that to you. So you say, hey, I'm feeling this way. This is how I'm feeling. I love you. I'm, I'm into this. I, I, I just want to know that you make me feel loved and that's why I love you. He, his answer at that point Whatever that is, oh my God, this is so, you know. Right. At, I mean, yes, at some point he has to look in the mirror with that fact in mind. Right. And even if he doesn't say it, then you are making him evaluate again the seriousness of the relationship. So if you say that and he's like, holy shit, I got to get out of here. It sucks. At least but you got, at least, at least you, you gauged, you, you did a, you put a <laughs> thermometer in there and you gauged what, what the uh, temperature of this relationship was. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do one more email. Let's do it. So guys, today we are sponsored by Lola. And what Lola does is they're making sex positive products for women that are designed for us because a lot of products are just made to help enhance the way that men feel during sex. And with Lola, they're really helping us to get what we need out of it. So there's 
there's two things that we're going to be talking about today. It's condoms and personal lubricant. So um, for condoms, they have an ultra thin lubricated condoms. They're made of natural rubber latex and individually tested um, to make sure that they're effective, um, again, for contraception and STI protection. And then also Poo's personal lubricant, which features a mess-free one-click pump system so that you don't get all disgusting. Um, The water-based formula is hypoallergenic and made with 95% organic ingredients to create a long-lasting lubricant that perfectly mimics natural feminine moisture and contains a healthy pH balance. Um, So it's water-based, made with aloe vera, um, and it's made without parabens, glycerin, synthetic flavor, or uh, fragrance. And best of all, mess-free, like I said before, long-lasting and made without any irritating chemicals so that your gynecologist will definitely approve. Um, and they are female fa- Lola is a female founded company that offers a line of organic cotton tampons pads and liners and now just as I was just talking about they offer sex products as well personally I've tried out Lola tampons and they're great they're like small they're easy to use and they're organic and it's nice to know exactly what's coming in something that you put in your body just like you think about the things that you that you eat and drink um, so I'm a really big fan of Lola I've tried their stuff I have it in our in my apartment we have it in our office um, it's great um so for 40 percent off all subscriptions visit mylola.com and enter the promo code uup that's you up uup when you subscribe so for 40 percent off all subscriptions visit mylola.com and enter uup when you subscribe hi j and j obsessed with your podcast i tell everyone about it and i've rated review and subscribed writing to you as a former new yorker now living in sydney australia Good day, mate. <laughs> there you go. I'm a 33-year-old female. I'm looking for someone for the long term, but my question to you is how early in the relationship can I ask whether a guy is willing to relocate to the U.S. in the future? I know I want to move back at some point. I still want to date people here, but I don't want to waste my time if they want to stay in Australia their whole life. Any advice you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Yours sincerely, American in Oz. Yeah, I have a lot of opinions about this that might not make the emailer happy. Let's hear what you say. Um, so she writes, I, I'm very excited she's in Sydney and telling everyone because I want to go do shows there. Yeah, <laughs> so you, have please. To get our, you have to rally everyone for, our, for, for the Are you up live yeah. in Sydney or Melbourne? Um, but I, I, I appreciate that she listens. I appreciate her question. She's 33 and looking for someone long-term. How early do I tell them that I want to relocate in the U.S. in the future? I would tell her, you got to end your eat, pray, love, runaway trip before you fucking find love. You think? You can't. Ex- what she's doing is, I don't know what she's, she's trying doing. to find a guy to bring back to the States. Yeah, this is her. crazy to me. <laughs> you, you, and this is like. I mean, that happens with people in cities where a lot of people are tourists sometimes when it works out. Fine. But I'm saying your, your life, you have to say to yourself, this is where I live. This is where I stand. This is where I'm making a life. And then you can try and meet people. Right. You, how early or late I would, if I met this person, I'd be like, you're not ready for any relationship. You might be 33, but you're sitting there in Australia being like, I'm just going to be here for the short term. What are you doing out there? What's the plan out right. there? Do you have a, a, if you're out there being a lawyer and you're like, okay, I'm here and then I'm going to come back and be a lawyer in the, okay. Will Why you, you come the, back? Why right. would you come back? And or also, why you don't have, you come back? I'm, I'm confused as to what her like plan is here. That's what I'm saying. Right. Is it to meet a guy and then bring him back to New York? Or like, is, is that, it that she's on some one year trip where she's backpacking 
And it's like, you're not mentally or physically ready mm-hmm. for any real relationship. Right. That's not how, you know. I you think w- with men, they think about that more in terms of like. Absolutely. Once I get all my other shit settled, my career, my like where I'm going to live, where I want to yes. settle down, where I want to be. Then I pick the person. For us, it's like, let's do both at the same time. Love doesn't have to come last. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. This love comes last here. If I was out in Australia, I'm not there to meet my wife and bring her home. Right. Imagine you went to Kuwait. And I'm there now. Imagine you're, imagine you're in Kuwait and you're single and you're like meeting girls at the bar. And I'm like, hey, are you willing to move? Will to- you move back? You know, like what? I just think this is a, the 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 premise of this email lives. You know, it's a little ridiculous because she's like, I'm in Australia. How do I tell people? Um, you have to reassess how you're living. It's uh, this to me is like the same as the person, the girl at work being like, why won't the guy at work? You know, just get into this. And it's like, yeah, because he doesn't want to lose his fucking job. Mm -hmm. This is not rational. This is not. But I mean, I don't know how long she's living there for, but it's not to say she can't date. Go ahead and date. But don't. But you're saying don't have the expectation that someone's going to come back to New York with you. Hey, I'm in Australia for the next six months, but I'm looking for a long term relationship. Are you crazy? Like, what do you, right. you know, every guy that you talk to and go, I'm leaving well, in six months goes, oh, this could be a six month flight. Do you know any people who like eventually want to move back, like who don't live in the city that they're from, but eventually want to move back there? Yeah, but that's, I, that is something where you go like, I've met someone that isn't from New York that would love to go back to where they're from. And I say, right. well, I live in New York right now, right now. Living in New York is something that could happen. You know, like I, I, I also, you know. The, like, do you want to go home? Back to Boston? Yeah. No, I would stay in New York. I, I can't do comedy anywhere else. Right. Whether, I mean, LA maybe, but I wouldn't I don't think, be in LA. Right. I don't think the idea of like living somewhere else, but thinking like eventually I plan on winding up at home is like a crazy idea. But I do think that you can't be expecting everyone to just like, hop on board and come with you and you're to your point oh i'm saying but. she's gonna close herself off right now when she i think when you get before you meet the guy or girl and you say i will only do these four things you're not gonna meet anyone at all right you have to be a little more open-minded of maybe course. you could live in australia maybe and, but also if the minute you say to people well i gotta meet a guy who will move back to america what are you talking about you right. haven't even met the guy. You don't know the dynamic of the relationship. Right. I will only live in a city. What are you talking about? How do you know when you have kids or whatever that you're not going to go, well, it's 20 minutes away. I want to live I'm in Westchester. School. Right. You yeah. know, I want a better school system. I want to make it cheaper. The taxes on living in a home in New York right. are completely different than the taxes somewhere else. You, to me, this is yeah. romance versus practicality. And this person is only thinking of romance. Right. I would say... Um, if I were her, I would either move back to New York and start dating seriously yeah, or stay in Sydney with either and date in Sydney with the, with an opener, with a more open mind to saying I might actually live here or I don't know how it's going to go. Exactly. The, the, the person and the scenario don't match up to me. 
Right. The person who's who's in their 30s that's like, I'm living in Australia. What's going to happen? Doesn't match up with me to the person that goes, well, you got to move back to New York to live in the city and do finance job. <laughs> Those two people don't. Right. One is more flexible yeah. and like a wanderer and like fun and the other and, one and is the more like structured me. and they're not the same person those two people are fine people but don't try and be the thing you are not currently being right i think that's fair i don't know why she's in us in sydney it would make i mean if she said to me if, if the email said i'm in sydney for six months because um my job makes me be here for six months at a time so i don't want to get into i would say to her have fun while you're there. Maybe you'll meet someone that life takes you by for a loop and now you're living in Australia, but don't expect anything out of these relationships because you're coming home soon. Right. And now guys will sniff that out. Guys love an end date. Love it. Because you're not the bad guy for ending it. Right. So beware of those guys, but also like, you know, know that life could take you for a loop. And that, that's kind of fun. That's the fun. That's the reason to live in Sydney at mm-hmm. 33. You right. know, and, that, and the reason isn't right. to, well, one day I'll be in Westchester. One day I'll be in fucking right. it's the, the possibility OC that or, your life could go anywhere. Yes. And you could be anything. So, you know, again, be the thing that you're, you're being. Agreed. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. UUP at Betches.com. Let's play some games. Let's play Let's play some games. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so let's. we got someone send us a would you rather, which I know you Lo- requested. I love a would you rather. It's, it's, so this is a great example, okay? Okay. You're six months into a relationship. Would you rather find out your significant other thinks your best friend is hotter than you or that they hate your best friend? They think my so best friend is hotter than me. You would rather yes. they think your best friend is hotter than you. Yeah, because that's just one. Then hate your best friend. Yeah, that's just one. As maybe I have a lot of best friends that are hotter than me. I'm like okay with that. Mm. And I think if if my boyfriend didn't think so, he would or had told me otherwise, he would be lying. One, there you people, lose a best friend. Right. The other, you could deal right. with knowing. Here's if they the thing: think you're hotter than you. You know they're, they're hotter than. I'm you. not the hottest person in the world. I'm aware that people are hotter than me. Sure, right? So like, 
it's okay. Maybe I have a better. It doesn't mean that the person would rather be with them. Maybe I have a better personality. Sure. Maybe I'm a better match you for could, him. You could make. You could convince yourself right? that other ways you're. I have him. a lot of friends that are hotter than me. I'm okay with that. It's like I don't think that just because someone thinks someone is more attractive than you that that means they want to like leave you for them. I I'm with you. I agree with you. I'd right. rather them think one. If they think if they the hate friend them, then is that's hotter more than of me, a compatibility thing because I like my sure. friend, but I don't want to have sex with my friend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you. How could you like me? How could I have that be my best friend and you like me at the same time? Right. Are you just in fear of anyone that is close to me that you're intimidated by? Some people are like that. That's true. That anyone that you're close to, they're intimidated by that relationship because they don't have it. So they want to own all relationships. Right. Or they want to diminish the other one. I was with a girl that got in fights with one of my best friends on the night they met. Hmm. And I was like, what's going on here? And it was like, that was the end. Right. Because I was like, you can't even deal with people. You don't have the respect for me to respect my friends. Right. Or to want me to be happy without you in certain ways. Sure. Right. So relationships are If you think my friend's out of me, I know my friend's out of me. Right. Well, what if if the girl thinks your friend has a better personality than you? Or is funnier than you? It's funnier than you. Oh, that would be an issue. I, so would you rather would your friend, would friend. you rather the girl hate hate your best friend or think he's funnier than you? I have a friend that's funnier than me that I would admit to it and I would go <laughs> I I agree with you. I know one guy. I know one guy. <laughs> I got one guy that's funny. So you're okay with it. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cuz I think that I also think that funny is different in different ways. Like I can appreciate someone's funny. When I first started doing comedy, I would go to these open mics and mm. I would go to these like back of bars, like these weird places that like weren't really necessarily places I would go, like places in Brooklyn and Queens that like people were more judgmental of looks that it was the people that hated that they got judged by their looks their whole lives and then spent it judging other people by their looks. So like I would walk in, they'd be like, look at this fucking bro asshole and they couldn't appreciate like and then I would talk about going on dates and they couldn't appreciate that this is funny about dates because I was just look like someone that they hated right I'm not that person I would see the fucking loser weirdo go on stage and I go oh this is loser weirdo comedy <laughs> yes I'm judging them for how they look but right. I can appreciate that this is funny to someone yeah I appreciate that Betches is for a specific audience yeah, for sure I We're not, pre- yeah. and not to say and when you know when people hate on certain audiences I go well you just are a, you're just not in that you audience right. you also just don't I can appreciate things that are for different audiences at, without being in them I look at something I'll see something on stage and I'll go that's fucking funny that's not made for me right but it's fucking funny yeah you can still if you can't appreciate things that aren't made directly for you then like yeah that, you're fucking that's an idiot. issue with you yeah <laughs> you're a low confidence loser but anyway yeah i think we both agree we'd rather date someone that thinks that our friend is hotter and funnier than us let's do it then <laughs> let's do a red flag deal breaker <laughs> okay um they use their ex's netflix account they use their ex's netflix so account. you're at her apartment she turns on netflix oh this is this is robbie's who's robbie who? I used oh, to yeah. fuck him. <laughs> oh. Now, I it's too intimate. No? I, deal breaker. Because now I'm seeing shows you would like. Now I'm seeing... Because now you're seeing what this dude... It's kind of like seeing under the, the hood it's of like, the car. For me, that's not the issue with it. I don't like it either, but it's not... But to me, that you're learning more... Oh, well they watch this together or like they <laughs> he's into that show what a fucking asshole you know like 
You bring it fine. You could just do other it. shows you, you would like. See, for me, I've already stalked the person so much that I already you know already know these, these things. things. Yeah, I'm already I already know what their hobbies and interests are. Sure. For me, it's more like, are you still that connected that you're like using each other's streaming services? You could be unconnected and connect. You but know, part of it's like that. appealing. Like, oh, you guy, you know how to save money this is uh <laughs> this is economical this is it you're you're an economically smart you know deal breaker good decisions. eight bucks a month i think it's a red flag for me eight I think dollars a I'd month to, you would be okay with a guy and being like well come on i don't want to spend the eight bucks i'd be like you can use my account <laughs> <laughs> let's move let's on. move you off of here then he's I think, siphoning off of you i think it would actually bother me in reality i think it would bother me more than that but hype like when I'm thinking about it rationally and logically because I'm not in it, I think it's just a red flag. I would this no to me using other people's Netflix accounts is a uh, anyone else's anyone else's it's their is, parents. Fine with that. Only parents is the only one I'm fine or with. Their sister, brother, parents are the only one I'm That's fine it. with. Like like what are you? It's this, only the, okay to take money the from town your mooch. Yeah, yeah. Your parents at least. Do you have your own Netflix account? Yes. <laughs> a lot of people don't 20 percent of people don't netflix Did hulu 20 percent of people are not using their own yeah 20 percent of people are losers <laughs> can't afford eight bucks it's really funny i was on using mine and suddenly like uh i pay for my own but it comes <laughs> up it's like you know it says your name and then kids yeah i then, have the kids thing yeah and then i realized like my my new stepdad like made his own account on my Netflix. Really? <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if there was some confusion. Is he but it was like It was like, Jordana, kids, Ken. I'm like, Ken. Ken. <laughs> Ken. That's the most stepdad name Isn't I've ever it? heard in my entire Isn't life. It? I'm like, Ken, like what? you? That was ballsy of you, Ken. I'm almost like a little impressed. Ken the stepdad. Doesn't, doesn't talk too much. I'm like, well, Ken. Well, I guess it's me, Ken, and the kids. Welcome to Netflix, <laughs> Ken. What was his explanation? I didn't even ask him because it was like, I'd rather almost like not even to talk to him about it. Do you ever <laughs> go like, into the account? Like, go for it. It's like all murder I'm mystery. Too scared. <laughs> it's all like how to get away with murder. Yeah, how to get away with murder. Just Dead Bundy kill tapes. your mom. <laughs> yeah, better him than me. <laughs> Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I'm just kidding. Can the mom. mooch <laughs> just mooching? I guess so. I can't believe that it does take balls. I was, I was almost like impressed. Well, your like, mom was good, probably like, I was like, good for you. Jordana Ken. has an account. Right. <laughs> I don't even know how he found it. Yeah. How did he find it? I must have like logged on at my house at some point. And then he created a profile. His own profile. That's the part where you're like, he's like, well, I guess I'm here. I just make my own I space. Well, like make myself at home. <laughs> yeah. no, you're fix not up my the, real dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fix up the guest house in this Netflix account. That's very funny. Let's do one more. Okay. On the second date, he shows up and makes sure to show you his necklace that he just got from his vacation to L.A. It's made of a leather cord with a glass vial attached, which holds a grain of rice with his name written on <laughs> Do you remember it. those? I remember those from like the carnivals. We used to get them from like Israel or something. Yeah. Um, that's pretty embarrassing, but if he's like, and he's like legit about it, he's mm. not like, or she. Look, it says my name. That's his first words. Oh my god! How cool is this? I would Look not. I feel like I could not be seen There's in public a vile. with someone. <laughs> it looks so. In third grade, I did think that was really yeah. cool. I was like, I got to get one of those. Yeah, for myself. basically a Wiccan. But you know, I'm trying not to date any more eight year olds. Um, <laughs> That's your New Year's so. resolution. <laughs> I think if he was truly authentic about loving it, I don't think it could work out between us. See, to me, it's like I can't really judge women's fashion in that way. 
you know, like even if I, you're very aware that that's not in fashion, I'd be aware. But to me, I'd be like, well, maybe this is on the comeback. But like everywhere you go, she shows everyone because she's so Look, proud it of it. Look, says my name. It says my name. Like I just got this. Ah, uh, red. Do you flag. not love I'd it? I'd be okay with it. I'd be like, this is what she likes. You know, like I don't think I could handle it. This to me is one of those like. If it was like a private thing, like I told you, my boyfriend used to have gnomes in his apartment, like yeah. from like his college, <laughs> and I got rid of those. That's not, the co- that's not a college thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, everyone did that gnome thing. <laughs> college what i, was like, I, didn't, I are, didn't even know i got rid of those like really quick yeah but um it was Gnomes like at least it wasn't like publicly fuck. it wasn't like publicly facing so i was like okay <laughs> until now <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> he comes in one day all the gnomes are just turned yeah well now it's like a running joke i got him i got him socks with gnomes gnomes on them like work socks so that he could like have he could some still, gnome in his yeah, life right but in a socially acceptable manner um but those are going away oh my yeah i don't know i didn't have a gnome face but (laughs) we all have a you up face and listen people keep spreading the word about this show jordana and i love doing it we will only keep doing it as long as you keep loving it so you know show us the love show some love instagram story rate review subscribe Tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell two friends. Tell two friends. Tell a third friend. See how it feels. Tell your mom. Do you know how many people have been DMing me pictures of texts with their mom? Yeah. About like shit that I've been doing. I'm like, like, this is great. Tell your therapist. Tell your therapist. Tell your grocery person. Your grocer. Your local grocer. grocer. (laughs) (laughs) Not one person in New York knows their local grocer. I'm a big local grocer. One person at fucking Trader Joe's. You know anyone at Trader Joe's? No. I watched I watched an episode of Seinfeld recently and like it was like Joe the Fruit Guy, and I was like, man, I I kinda miss Joe the Fruit Guy. Wish you lived in that era where you could have a fruit guy. guy. When do you buy fruit? I buy the boxed fruit that's already cut. From, I, I, I buy okay. from Whole Foods. I buy so far from Joe the Fruit Guy that it's embarrassing. I, I, I'm right. lying. I don't even want Joe, Joe the, the Fruit, Fruit Guy. Joe the Fruit Guy lives in a different country. Yeah, maybe I'll meet him in Kuwait. I'm there now. Perhaps. So, All right. Well, any, anything else? I think we're, we're good. It's a we're great done. episode. Great. Uh, we, uh, you know if what? we do say so if ourselves. We do say so ourselves. Give ourselves a pat on the back. We'll be back next week. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.